friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn. Welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We just want to thank you guys for listening. As always, we so appreciate your support and your tuning in on a semi-weekly basis based on the show 25 years ago. So welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> um, today we have a another featured special friend. You have met her before. Welcome back, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So give us your life update since we last chatted with you. It was forever ago. I think it was like back in October. Yeah, so it's been, it's been quite a while. Yes. Um, I have a vacation coming up. Okay. I guess it's in two months in April. So I'm excited. Where are you going? Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. It is our favorite place. My dream like location to live. So I love it. Okay. It'll be fun, and I won't get tan. I'll just get burnt, but it's okay. <laughs> Do you put on sunscreen? Um, No, I don't. You should. I know. Because I actually think that helps with, like, the burning versus the tanning. Mm-hmm. I need it. That or, like, tanning lotion or something, but yeah. uh, whatever it's called. But yeah. It nice. might not end very well. I might be, like, a lobster, but that's okay. Is that a whole family thing? It is. Yeah, okay. so it's my mom and dad and I and then my sister's coming down with her husband as well so cool it'll be interesting why do you love it so much I don't know there's just something about like the restaurants we always eat we like plan everything we do around eating Um, (laughs) as you should (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know it's the food it's just like the culture I guess if South Carolina has a culture but they do it's like the down south like friendly, eat ice cream whenever you want, relax vibe. And I'm all about that. So yeah. And they do have such great fresh seafood. Yes. So good. No, yes. I don't like seafood. What? She's no. an anomaly. I know. I know. Canned tuna. <laughs> she wants to thing. move right where it's all the best. Honestly, though, have you ever tried it there where it's fresh? I have not. Because you might have a different opinion. I know. You need maybe. to. And even like fish and things because even like fresh <laughs> fish is better. Oh, now I fresh. want seafood. Oh, like some fresh scallops. Oh, my mm. gosh. Anyways. Okay. We'll come visit you. Yeah, please. <laughs> Okay, so this week, it's kind of a long recap, but bear with us. So this week was episode 15, which was called The One with the Stoned Guy. (laughs) Monica cooks a gourmet meal for a restauranteur named Steve, who is looking for a new chef. Unfortunately, he's stoned and would just as well eat taco shells as her haute cuisine. After working as a data processing permanent temp for five years, Chandler gets promoted to data processing supervisor, but then quits. He takes his job back when he's offered more money. Meanwhile, Ross has a date with a beautiful colleague named Celia and gives new meaning to the term spanking the monkey when he brings her back to his place to meet Marcel. Celia is willing to have sex with him, but only if he talks dirty to her, which he cannot do. So he asks Joey for help. Yes. So this is a really funny episode. There's a lot that kind of happens, but it's all humor. Like this is an all humor episode. Very funny episode. So I would say the first talking point that we can chat about is Chandler's promotion. Um, does Chandler work in a closet? His first one. Yeah. Like how tiny of a box that was. Yeah. I think we've mentioned this before that his cubicle is quite small, quite small, very small. And I think up to this point, we didn't even know what he did. No, we don't. So now we know that he's a data processor. But yes. really, like, you're jobs. actually smart? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
well, do you have to be smart to just insert data? I mean, I would think so. But don't the computers process it for you? I don't actually know. Now it really does. Know about Did data it processing. No, it might not have then in the Maybe. 90s. That's a good point. Yeah. Those computers looked pretty old. <laughs> they were really old. <laughs> they were. Um, yeah, so essentially he gets promoted. And I think me and Nicole both mentioned like promoting Chandler. He's literally probably the last person I would ever want to have be a boss over anything. And if he was my boss, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Just because he's so – he's great, but I feel like he just – he cares, but he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Do you care about your job? Do you care about doing well in life? I don't know. Yeah, you do kind of get that, like, he's been a temp. It be, kind of became a permanent temp job, but he's been there for five years, which th- at that point, like, that's a thing. Like, I've been at my job for five years. Yeah. And it's changed a lot since I've, you know, since I started. But with him, it's like, what do you, but his personality, you're like, I don't, I wouldn't trust him with managing people. <laughs> and like, why? There's got to be a reason he was like a temp for five years too. Like, they didn't hire him on like permanently before that. Well, he's a permanent temp. So, but it is interesting that they didn't like, okay, we're going to hire you onto this position and then promote you. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. So it seemed like you'd kind of soar above your other pupils who maybe had like actual permanent like job titles. It just seems weird. Um, But Nicole, you mentioned something about the weenus. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. It just makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> like, and it's an actual thing. It is. It is an actual thing. They don't just des- they don't describe it yet in this episode. Yeah. I don't think really. Um, but he, it was interesting to see like the progression of him in the beginning scene at the desk where he's like hiding the rubber chicken and that kind of thing and joking around with the other employee, mm. and then in the end, he's like all dressed up super professionally. And is saying words like weenus and, like, meaning them not in a funny way. So it's just like, what happened to you, Chandler? Right. Professional Chandler? Is that possible? And isn't this the episode where at the very end he's, like, there are all the friends are wanting to go to a movie. And he's, like, it's like, the last thing I want to do is end up at work at midnight worrying about the weenus. Yeah, and like, well, that's they what all want to do something, but he's at work. So. Yeah. And they're, like, where's Chandler? Yeah, so when he gets off the phone, that's why he's like, whoa. Because he's like, oh, no, I just became exactly what I didn't want to become. So what happened to me? Yeah, exactly. And it all happened kind of within that one, like, you know, episode area. Um, Okay, so speaking about jobs, the other kind of job element is Monica. She is – Phoebe has a friend or a colleague or something who is looking for a new head chef. And so Phoebe pitches the idea to Monica. Um, And so she's interviewing for this position. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. It's terrible. It's the worst interview ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the whole night was a nightmare. But, like, even prior to the night starting, mm-hmm. like, Monica just, like, stressing out about the littlest things all the way down to who is going to be her server for that day. Um, and just, I, you know, okay, side note. I kind of thought it was interesting that the interview was in her apartment. Yeah, that is really strange. Like, I get it. It's for a restaurant that's yet to be made and, like, 
built and whatever. So I guess there really isn't anywhere to interview, but you would still think like his house, his or... house or another restaurant that he's connected to totally. or, yeah, you know, like it was just kind of weird that it was in her apartment. But I mean, again, side note. So, um, but the fact that she like hired somebody to be a server in her apartment, which yeah. is kind of funny that is really in weird. itself, but yeah, she, you can definitely see like her type A personality coming out with this guy, like how <laughs> she's very obsessive and want things to be perfect. And this is my perfect job and all of this stuff. And so just how the night was going for her, like I can only imagine how terrified she was in her mind. I'm like, this is not what I expected. Right. I can only imagine how much she had cleaned before <laughs> the interview. <laughs> I mean, she already cleans a ton anyway, but it's like, I guess you wouldn't have to worry about her kitchen or her house, like not being sanitary because she is obsessive about cleaning. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. And I think Rachel does a really good job even at being a server. Like when it ends up falling through and she her does. like friend bails and she ends up paying her like 20 bucks an hour. Like which what? It's like so good for like back in the 90s too. Yeah. Like that's great for a serving job. I mean, yeah. obviously servers only get paid like two or three bucks an hour and they literally live off tips. Yeah. But so I was like, dang, 20 bucks an hour. That's sweet. I take that now. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that ends up being really cool. Um. But yeah, it kind of throws in that whole element of like, like smoking pot and that being like a thing. Yeah, it wasn't as big back then, was it? Like, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't normalized like it is now. It's not normalized. Well, you mean it's just not legal. (laughs) Yeah, it probably wasn't legal back then, right? No, no. no, It only just became legal federally like a couple years ago. So... Yeah, it's kind of like this element where it's like it's all underground and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have your little like dealers and things like that. And I'm sure people who, you know, a restauranteur who like makes a lot of money, you know, who's opening a restaurant could afford to have, you know, weed and stuff. And just adds like a whole element to Monica's self-controlledness that she can't like she can't manage that. She can't control what he does. Right. Which really feeds into her inability to actually control the situation for sure which then elevates her mood (laughs) and she like wants to kick him out she's like this is so stupid i feel like i would probably kick him out if i was in her situation yeah if i made mushroom tartlets or whatever kind of tartlet and they took that long i'd be like get out he was funny when he was like tartlet tartlet (laughs) tartlets (laughs) i died (laughs) It was so funny. He's like, the words lost all meaning. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that where you've repeated a word so much where you start to question like how it's spelled, spelled and what it sure. means? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the weirdest. It's like a brain like tilt where you're just like, wait, is that what it really means? Like, is that how did they how did that word get assigned to that thing? And like, is it really spelled that way? You like it's really weird when you like start to like dive into a word so much. So, and I'm sure in his like elevated state of you know pot that he's just like <laughs> he's just, mm, tartlet. tartlet. <laughs> like it's fun to say. Like I can imagine like it's fun to say, but then after he's done, he's like the words lost all meaning. <laughs> like wait, what? <laughs> um. Okay. Probably the main thing 
about this <laughs> about this episode is all the dirty talk. <laughs> oh, and it would happen to Ross. So it would be people Ross. like it's such an uncomfortable situation for the viewers of the show. Like, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm sure for them to record was probably a riot. In front of a live audience, yes. too. You know, and honestly, like, it. it makes me wonder, like, the scene where they're in the apartment and, like, Ross is trying to talk dirty to Joey <laughs> and Chandler walks out. Like, I wonder if that was ad-libbed. Like, if, like, Chandler was really supposed to walk out or... Yeah. I don't know. Because it's just, like, the way that... um the way that he just walks out and sits down and it's just like, what is happening? And I could definitely see that being scripted. Oh, it was hilarious. The things I could so see funny. not being scripted is the actual, like, their verbiage. Oh, like, yeah. Like, how awkward and, like, I want like, uh, to... <laughs> that would like, make it, say it so much Say funnier. it. Like, I just think that was probably... That might have been, like, ad-libbed. I don't know. But, like, honestly, though, I get why he went to Joey... But, like, is he really the best one to have gone to? If <laughs> you think about it. Like, I feel like for Ross, like, it would have been easier to go to Chandler. Because they've got more of a relationship than him and Joey do. But and Chandler's not the womanizer. I know he's Joey not the womanizer. Is. But I don't know. I just don't feel like... If I were in that situation, I don't think I would go to Joey. Because yeah, I agree. Joey makes it so much more uncomfortable. Joey makes everything uncomfortable. But I don't think Chandler would know what to do. I don't know. I, <laughs> you know, like because screams I was weenus. I don't know. <laughs> screams weenus. He's going through his own midlife crisis at this point. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he can't figure out what he wants to do with his life. So funny. But it was like it was so awkward. It was uncomfortable to watch. It was, yeah. But it was also so funny. Like when he does come out of the room and he's like behind them, and you see the smile on his face. The like smile. he's just like, like. Yeah, I mean, he's he's so ready for it. He's there for it. It's amazing. One thing I think I noticed was the girl that was meeting the monkey is not the same actress that was the one talking dirty. Was it? Because the actress that was like literally like kissing up on him and is like, you know, say something. Yeah. Is Janice from The Office. But that was not the girl who had the monkey tangling, like dangling from her braid. Really? Yes. Did it switch after the monkey and the braid incident? Yeah. I wonder if the actor had actress had like a phobia of monkeys or something. She's like, <laughs> I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it, it again. I just like, and Maybe. I know it was Janice. Like I know, like I know, because she plays kind of a crazy character in the office yeah. too. But I was like, oh my gosh, it's Janice. So don't not to be confused with Chandler's Janice. But I know. When I saw your note, I was like, Janice, Janice. Janice. Like, isn't in this episode. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was Janice from The Office. So I was like huh. thinking about it. I was like, wait, the girl who had the monkey dangling from her braid is not the same woman. But in the description, like I just realized it, Llewellyn, as you were reading the like recap, that it is Celia. Like it's the same lady. Hmm. So I don't know. What they did there. I don't know what they did there. And maybe I'll have to watch it again. Maybe I missed something. But I was like, that's Janice. But the monkey on her hair, that was not Janice. Interesting. I don't know her actual real name. I just know her as Janice from The Office. So, But anyways, one thing I wonder if you guys notice, um, when Joey and Ross are like on the couch where they're like kind of like talking about like, yeah, yeah, you're going to like whatever. And he's like, no, she wants me to like, 
like right at the beginning of the conversation, Ross like looks up and looks over at like where Rachel's standing. Did you guys notice that? Mm-mm. He takes like a little quick glance and then like keeps talking to Joey. And I wonder if that's like his way of like trying to keep it. You know how like when they have like they always have this weird like he doesn't like when she dates. But, like, she keeps dating, so, like, then he wants – but he doesn't want her to know he's as invested, probably subconsciously, because he wants, like, something with her. Yeah. So it's just interesting. I caught it real quick, and I was like, oh, I think he, like, looked over at Rachel. Like, that's interesting. And I don't know if that was Mm. just, like, a mistake on David Schwimmer's part or just, like, you know, like a coincidence. Like, it just so happened, but I just didn't know if you guys caught that either. I might rewatch that and see. Yeah, me too. Because real quick, right at the beginning, right as Joey's, like, bringing it up, he kind of, like, glances over, and then he doesn't do it again. And do they, like, zoom in on his face? Or is no. it just, like, a wide shot? No, it's just a wide shot. It's really? the same pano as, you know. The rest of them. Yeah. Hmm. You have to watch that. Yeah. But pretty much anything he says in his uh, dirty dialogue. <laughs> like, no. Is so uncomfortable. No. So uncomfortable. It would not turn me on. No. If someone said that to me, I think I'd I would laugh. just leave. Like- I would laugh and leave and be like, yeah, nope, bye. Yeah, okay, this is done. <laughs> This is not good. Nice uh, try, but don't please. And maybe please don't try again. Maybe because it's Ross, but even just like, like there could have been better constructed sentences. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. Even if it was like Joey or Chandler saying it, it would not. It might be a little better than Ross, but it still would be like, Ugh. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like just the way. Yeah, but I get it because he's, like, doing it for the first time. Like, that's the point of yeah. So it is uncomfortable for everybody. Like, it's a point. Including the watchers. <laughs> viewers, whatever <laughs> Including us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, you mentioned, like, the cuddling. Like, what's about that? Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. I forgot about it. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, well, we didn't have sex, but we cuddled. I'm like, congratulations. It was every time that like, – Every time. Every time they asked him how it went, it ended in, oh, we, we cuddled. cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> like, get it. Yeah, cuddling, cool. But Ross, either – he just got it. He has to learn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has to learn. Oh, okay, but Ross. at some point someone mentioned that monkeys are chick magnets. Joey did. No. Monkeys are not chick magnets. <laughs> no. Honestly, I'm, I'm sorry. Guy, if I saw one in someone's apartment, like, I'd be like, that's so unsanitary. Yeah, like, exactly. what's this? No, it would not be a chick magnet. For me, at least. If I saw a monkey, I'd be like, and we're good. Yeah. No. That would be a weird... No. No. Like, monkeys, men, are not a good wingman. No. No. Puppies are. Yes. Puppies, however, <laughs> yes. Yes. All puppies. Monkey, mm-hmm. no. Puppy, yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that kind of wraps up, like, just our general conversation about those three, like, heavy hitter topics. But you guys um, – actually, it was just me and Llewellyn had some, like, random one-off random comments. Yeah, so in this episode, um, I – I mean, I think I've said this before, but I love Ross and Monica's relationship. Um just as brother and sister. And I think this was the episode where they were in the coffee house and they, I guess it kind of goes along with the cuddling. Like Monica had her head like on Ross's shoulder. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I love how they, their like genuine relationship with each other and how they're so, they're both protective no matter like Ross is older, but Monica's still protective of him as well. Um, And it just like, it shows in everything they do and every movement they have in 
like when it's just the two of them or, or when it's like the whole friend group, like they're always just so close. And I don't know. I've just always admired how they are like that with each other. Sometimes I forget that they're like brother and sister. Yeah. But then you remember and you're like, oh, that's just so sweet. Like it almost makes me want to have a relationship like that with one of my brothers. But, yeah. You know, uh-huh. That is sweet. That's cute. That could just be the softy in me. Yeah. <laughs> See, when I saw them cuddling, I was like, <laughs> dude, that's a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> I said it to I saw it from like, like a what? comfort. <laughs> we watched this episode together. Yes, by the way. At like 2 a.m. So, <laughs> yeah, so yes. bear with us. <laughs> yeah, because I saw a little note on there, uh, Llewellyn, in the uh, Chandler section. Okay, everybody knows that Chandler's my favorite. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> and there was a moment, and I can tell you the exact moment in the episode when I wrote that. Okay, let's – should we do what you wrote first or – Sure. Okay, here's what she wrote verbatim. Chandler is so freaking attractive, it's ridiculous, exclamation point. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed. No. What What was the moment in the so episode when sounds, you realized? <laughs> it's going to sound really awkward, but I think we actually paused the episode when we, we were did. talking about this. We did. And I um, agreed, actually. She did. did. Our Ross lover over yes. here wow. that Chandler is attractive. Yes. yes. Come to the dark side. It's the light side, actually. Star Wars reference. Um <laughs> like our least favorite thing (laughs) but yes this part was actually (laughs) awkward enough during the whole scene when Chandler (laughs) walks out on Ross and Joey and he sits on the desk and we had like made a comment how he because this was in the midst of him quitting his job and taking all those tests and trying to figure out who he was (laughs) and he was very like casual like just wearing a sweatshirt or a t-shirt and sweats and I made the comment I was like you know, we always see him in like a sweater vest yeah, or like sweater. a suit yeah. or something like a little bit nicer. Yeah. We never just see him unless he's in pajamas, like yeah. just looking comfy Cash. like this. And I was like, that is so freaking attractive. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I will. I will say this, that I had peeked at like your guys' notes like before, because you had both written into our like show notes before I got to the episode. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, I had read your little comment and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> But then when I watched the episode, my thought was it was during that scene when yeah, he came sure, out. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if I this is the moment she's talking about. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And, and it, it was wasn't anything that... fancy or no, anything. It was like no. literally the opposite. And it was like, like a wrinkly shirt. It was a wrinkly, <laughs> baggy, white t-shirt. With it's who knows sweat. what logo literally, or like, picture. If you guys watch the episode, it's, it's the moment where he sits. Like It's that when he's going coming out watching when them dirty and he talking. sits on the yeah. desk. He's like leaning. Yeah. yeah. It's like nothing spectacular. He doesn't look yeah. like amazing, but I don't know what yeah. it is about him. It's just so freaking attractive. It was so funny. I literally thought about it because I didn't know like there's no notes as to like when the notes are taken in the yeah. episode. So it's just like up to, you know, guessing. And yeah, it was really funny. But again, 2 a.m. is when we watch this. <laughs> yes. Isn't there something that people say that like guys are really attractive in gray sweatpants or something? Is I don't know. Gr- oh, I thought is that a thing? I, is that a thing? I thought it was a thing. It well, might not be right. I also haven't had a date in about nine years, so you know, give <laughs> <laughs> me one. Great but- sweatpants, man. Wear them, <laughs> please. Wear them, buy them, purchase them. Yes, wear them all the time in front of Anyways. Llewellyn. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> gray sweats, white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Llewellyn's kryptonite. Um, I thought it was really funny. This is like really just like a quick comment of when when Chandler was like, "Oh yes, the ever no." It was Ross 
Didn't he say like, oh, yes, the ever so popular, I don't have a dream speech. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that caught me, but it just caught me so much. So I just had to write it down because it wasn't my favorite moment, but it was like a noteworthy moment. I was like, oh, that's so like funnily clever, if that's a word. It's not, but I'm going to make it one. Um, okay, so the favorite moment in the show was unanimous across the three <laughs> of us. <laughs> and it was essentially Joey trying to teach Ross how to dirty talk, which is weird. And Ross is so creepy. And then Chandler walking in on them. What's that hilarious. whole little scene is just so funny. I think and this we, is the first unanimous one that we've had. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it is one. the first one. It was just hilarious. And I think it was because it was so uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I don't know if I should be uncomfortable or if I should laugh or Uncomfortably what. laugh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're uncomfortably watching them. You're like, I don't want to watch, but I can't take my eyes away. Yeah, it's like a train That's wreck. Yeah. I think I actually said to Llewellyn at this point, I think this is why my parents didn't let me watch Friends when I was younger. <laughs> this scene this scene no yes okay now that we're in 2020 this is your first time with us in 2020 and we have installed this new element in the show for the first time like appearance which friend are you and let me like clarify it it can be cross-gender because as you know like the personalities of the friends are so drastically different that, like, you could have more of the personality of one of the guys. So, like, you don't have to pick a girl if you don't feel got like it. like it's not that you have to narrow down between three. You've got, like, six different personalities to try and pick between. So, which friend are you? Uh, Nicole, which friend are you? I don't know. I feel like I'm probably Monica. Okay. Says, sadly. Um, why? Just, <laughs> I don't know why people don't like being Monica. I know. Because she's just so type. Okay, Monica. <laughs> just kidding. She's just so type A and just, I feel like, hard to be around. So I'm like, oh no, am I hard to be around? Am I that type A? I don't know. There's something about her that I feel like she would be me. Like, she's competitive, also me. But, like, loyal to her friends as well. Which I hope I am. I think I am. I okay. Know. Llewellyn, what do you think? Because you are closer with Nicole than, like, you have a a more closer, like, relationship than I do. Yeah. Um, Not saying we're not friends, but you know what I mean. No, for sure. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Um, Never coming back. (laughs) No, for sure. I, I think you're, you're pretty, you're pretty spot on. Dang Change my entire personality by most. <laughs> okay, but by the next time you come on. Okay, but I don't think it's a bad thing that you're like Monica. You're you don't you definitely don't embody Monica from top to bottom. Um but I think there's a lot of elements, a lot of good elements in Monica that I don't think you see in yourself, but you definitely have. Um one, you are loyal and Monica is loyal. Um, but I also think Monica has this like this way with the friends of like, yes, she's controlling and she wants to be like overbearing sometimes, but she also has such like a genuine relationship with each of them. Um, And like, she seeks out that relationship with each of them, which you definitely do. And um, you are very competitive, which I think (laughs) you would (laughs) definitely say you are. And any episode you see Monica and there's always something she's very competitive yeah, about and sure. she never lets it go. You do that sometimes. So, and <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No. <laughs> no. Um, but I mean, there's some things about Monica that I 
I don't seem like you're not overly obsessive with things. So there's yeah, you're good. not like every bit of Monica, but I think if we were to pick one character, I would say Monica. I heard the word overbearing. <laughs> That's all I thought of. Actually, <laughs> funny no, I might have said this in one of the last episodes. Llewellyn actually uh, hated me when we first met. <laughs> I do not know this story. Yes, she Tell literally told everything. me after I thought we were close for like a year. <laughs> we were roommates like in a house together. And she was like, yeah, I didn't really like you until like the end of the summer. And I was like, what? Okay, I, I need to clarify. We I need to clarify that <laughs> we lived in a house. There's five girls in this house, might I add. And yes, we hung out, but it was always in the evening, like late at night. And we weren't really like super close. I thought we were. So My then, life's a lie. <laughs> so then when we... Our whole friendship's a lie. When we became, like, super close, it was like... I, I, I was honest with her. I was like, I didn't think that you and I would be that good of friends. She's but, like, I hated you. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. I'm used to it. I didn't hate her. This is the Monica. You guys see it? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but we love each other now. It's fine. Everything's fine. All right. So we have a Monica on the show. Yeah, we love do. It. Um, all right, so um, that wraps up this episode. We have our social media that you can connect with us on, Facebook, Twitter, the one with pod um, for those. And then you can always reach out to us on our email, connect with us, ask us questions, give us feedback. If you write any reviews on any like Apple or Google or anything, we'd love to hear what you guys think of the show. And if there's anything that we can do to improve obviously we are constantly learning we're trying not to ever get into like a settled you know stuck way if you guys have you know tips and tricks let us know um yeah other than that we've been happy to have you on thanks nicole for coming back thanks for having me been a pleasure and that is it yeah so we'll catch you next time on the one with friends podcast